No Junk Mail presents Firehouse Firefight, read to you by the author, James R. Von Felt. Screeching sounds, a car in trouble. No, tires are squealing. Not a usual sound in our town. Tractors go through town, especially during planting or harvest. That's not unusual. Occasionally, a large grain truck goes through town, but that's easy to recognize. Somebody was making a lot of noise at the gas and grill. Later that afternoon, I was at the Trader. That's our local paper that prints a small newspaper full of things for sale. I was there to get an ad. I wanted to sell my old lawnmower. Evelyn was ahead of me, waiting for service. She gave me the scoop on what was going on at the gas and grill. Seems like Ed Ivey's boy Greg was trying to impress Elsie Wood, the new part-time waitress, Elsie's Frosty's granddaughter from the nearby town of Cantrell. Evelyn said she was there having breakfast when the commotion started. This is the third time he's done this, Evelyn said. He's driving dangerously and making a lot of noise to boot. Somebody's got to talk to that boy before it gets out of hand. About that time, Fire Chief Kelly came in the door. Evelyn filled the chief in with her concerns. Dorothy, who takes ads, finally finished her conversation and attended to Evelyn. Chief Kelly came in to talk to Brad, the owner, about putting in a free ad. The volunteer firefighters are hosting the annual pig roast at the park in two weeks. I told him I was selling the old push mower. He was interested. We made a deal right on the spot. He told me that Alex and William had started a lawn mowing and trash removal service last spring and had been borrowing his mower. The men at the fire station had been watching and decided to encourage the boys by donating a used mower and wagon. They're going to give the boys a certificate of outstanding citizenship and award the equipment at the pig roast. I'll bet they sign up lawns to be mowed yet this summer and maybe some snow shoveling this winter, he said. We're hoping for a big turnout to the pig roast and looking ahead for recruits. We gotta be looking to the future. Now take Alex, he said. He's old enough to be in our junior volunteer group. About that time, Brad came by and our conversation was finished. The next day, I ran into Ed Ivey at Keith's Groceries in Bloomfield. Seems like Joe Adams and Larry Seagram stopped by to talk to Greg about his driving technique at the gas and grill. Joe and Larry are volunteer firemen. They got their point across and then invited him to join the guys at the firehouse. They signed Greg up for the training program. He promised he would be more careful with his driving. Emily, his sister, listened to all the talk and told them she was interested in signing up too. They weren't too sure about that. They said the firemen are all men, but they talked to Chief Kelly about it. Emily is a year older than Greg. She's been working at Smith Farms for several years now. She drives tractor, plants, cultivates, and does chores daily at the dairy. After Joe and Larry left, 
Ed heard Emily on the phone talking to her friends about joining the volunteer fire groups. A week later, Evelyn paid Chief Kelly a visit. After being served a slice of Mrs. Kelly's cream pie, a cup of tea, and chit-chat, she got to the point. Chief Kelly had been thinking Emily's request over since Ed told him about it. He had consulted volunteer fire chiefs in Appanoose, Van Buren, and Wapalos counties. None had received a request to sign up a female recruit. Two of the three said they wouldn't even consider one. Their reasons were mixed, but were mainly based on past experience. They recited the obvious. It's a perilous job. It requires precision teamwork. It would be bad for morale. And the old canard, it's the way it has always been. Emily told Chief Kelly that she had thought about being a volunteer since Juan Murata's house fire. She was there years ago when it happened. Her family had helped the firefighters carry Murata's belongings to safety. She saw how the firefighters worked together as a team. She saw the danger. Yes, she said, I want to join the volunteer firemen. Before Kelly could respond, Emily went on. I know all the firefighters. I'm over 18. I can do a man's work. I can learn. I can arrange my work to be at the training meetings. She had memorized what she would say. Chief Kelly puffed his pipe and listened. There was a long silence. Emily thought she should add to her list of qualifications, then decided to wait and see what he had to say. Emily left discouraged. Word got around, and women volunteer firemen became a hot topic of conversation. The usual two-sided views were spouted from familiar sources, but generally the talks were different. Something important to the town was at stake, and everyone was being extra careful. There wasn't the usual shouting and animosity. There were no accusations. There were a lot of careful, thought-provoking discussions, but no clear-cut solution. Meanwhile, Emily lined up friends who wanted to join. She saw this as a challenge. She was in the process of drumming up support. And it was about this time that Emily was seen having dinner with Anna Bailey at South Fork Diner. Anna Bailey. Now, if you're not from around here, you probably haven't heard of Anna. Well, she's a local treasure. When you have a Gordian knot to unravel you call on Anna. If you have a fundraiser to kick off and it seems impossible, call Anna. She gets things done. When Anna got wind of Emily and the volunteer fireman application, she went into high gear. She spent three mornings at the gas and grill listening to comments and opinions and taking notes. Anna had rightly gauged that the coming pig roast would offer an excellent opportunity for the community to make a momentous decision. Then came Saturday morning and the pig roast. The sky was blue and clear. The temperature was cool, but by midday it would warm up. The celebration started with the normal pancake breakfast hosted in a big tent by the firemen. Political speakers followed that in the newly rebuilt pavilion. Church groups provided music and sing-alongs. 
Other activities were taking place, too. Basketball shooting tournaments, softball games, and kickball attract the kids. Bailey's lunch wagon was available for hot dogs and drinks. As dinner time approached, the pig roast captured everyone's attention. The aroma had everyone anxious with anticipation. All of our community attended. Volunteer firemen and their families came from other counties. It was a good crowd in the park. At 7.30 p.m. sharp, an old shack that had been moved to the middle of the tractor pull area was set on fire. When the smoke billowed upward and a furious blaze shot high, the town's sirens went off, and the volunteer firemen, all of who had been anxiously awaiting the sirens, rode in from all directions, blue lights flashing, and they fought the fire. When the fire was finally out, the crowd returned to the pavilion. This was the big moment. Fire Chief Kelly, in full uniform, confidently strolled up the aisle towards the stage. The audience gave him a standing ovation. He took his position behind the speaker's roster. When the applause died down, he thanked the community for their support. The first item on his agenda was giving out the Outstanding Citizenship Award. Alex and William were called up to the stage next to Chief Kelly. A short speech described the boys' initiative and hard work. They graciously received the award. At the same time, the lawnmower and wagon, which had been cleaned up to look new, were brought out for the boys. The boys received a large applause. Chief Kelly became serious as he talked about the dangers of firefighting. Two firefighters had demonstrated unusual bravery in the face of danger at Arnold Jones' dairy barn fire last December. Larry Seagram's and Terry Hott were called to the stage to receive awards. The applause of appreciation followed the awards. Finally, Fire Chief Kelly began the last speech for the evening. It was a call for recruits. The call was to give time and energy to the community to sign up for the training program. When the chief was finished, there was a flurry of activity. Several people were walking up the aisle towards the stage. Most were women. Fire Chief Kelly looked confused for a second then recognized his wife, Ella May, leading the group. She was followed by Emily, Yolanda, Karen, and Marilee. Marilee is Larry Seagram's wife. Behind them were four young men, including Alex and Greg. Ella May mounted the stairs to the stage and moved to the speaker stand. For a split second, Chief Kelly hesitated. Everyone held their breath. Then he moved to the side, giving the microphone to Ella May. Ella May and the others held up their application papers and shouted, We are your new firemen. The place erupted in applause and joyous laughter. Fire Chief was startled, but regained his composure and began clapping. The decision was made. The community had its recruits. Hannah was sitting in the front row. She was smiling. Well, that's it for now. From where the corn grows tall and pigs fly, take care. 
Oh, my love, Grandpa Jim. <laughs>